Hi there. We're at the Global Legal Blockchain Consortium demo evening here in New York City, and my name is Aileen Schultz. My name is Esther Dediashvili. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. Thank you so much for joining us on the road in the Big Apple. Today, we're going to talk about the Global Legal Hackathon and Esther's involvement as a judge and actually as a host in the first round. Uh, So we'll just dive right in here. And Esther, why don't you uh, tell us a bit about yourself? Of course. Hi, very nice being here. Thanks for having me. Uh, So my name is Esther Dediashvili. I'm a legal knowledge manager and head of legal uh, tech implementation at uh, Fisher, Bachelchen, Well, Orion, and Co. And in short, FBC and Co. It's one of the largest law firms in Israel. And we have recently hosted the first legal hackathon in Israel, which was the first legal hackathon in the country. Uh, Together with us also, there were other um, co-hosts, Tech Law Israel, first legal tech platform in Israel. It was great collaborating and the hackathon was an amazing and a huge success, attracting more than 100 participants. And we had um, leading judges, which were experts uh, from legal and technology fields in Israel. So it was a huge success and really exceeded our expectations from the hackathon. I was also a judge at the first round, and it's been a huge honor to have been selected as the judge at the finals at the uh, Global Legal Hackathon in New York, and I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, well, yeah, we're looking forward to having you there. And uh, so why don't you tell us a bit about why uh, you in particular and why um, FBC and co uh, got involved in the hackathon in the first place? FBC and co has uh, longest standing and leading uh, high tech practice in Israel. So we were very clear, we were very clear about that involvement in the hackathon would really help us to tap further into the local legal tech um, ecosystem, collaborate with other players in the field, and create some other new innovative solutions that would really help further legal service delivery in the country, which surprisingly, albeit known as a startup nation throughout the world, has been very um, behind in terms of legal tech development uh, as opposed to other countries as US and maybe Europe. And we were hoping to boost and change this environment in terms of really um, raising awareness as to the benefits of technology within uh, the legal industry. And the hackathon has recently really spurred uh, interest in legal attack field. The hackathon locally has been showcased on so many uh, channels in Israel main uh, financial channels as well, and really prompted discussions about what is legal technology, why should be, uh, why should it be also used within the, within the legal sphere. So Fischer Bachachan has been involved in legal innovation for recent years, and uh, my position is the only position in Israel for a legal knowledge manager who is also responsible for legal technology implementation. This in and of itself is 
innovation within the Israeli legal sphere. So being at the forefront of legal innovation was really important for FBC as a leader. And I think that hosting the country's first legal technology event and a hackathon was really a true testament to our commitment to be really bringing innovation to the local legal market. Amazing. So you told us a bunch about uh, locally the awareness building and the ecosystem building and the importance that you feel very strongly the legal innovation uh, message has to bring to Israel. So what on um, a global scale uh, do you think the importance of the Global Legal Hackathon is, both from the Israeli perspective, um, speaking globally, but then also just entirely on a universal level. I think that in recent years, there's been much discussion about innovation in the legal industry. And it hasn't really resulted in tangible action on a global scale. And GLH has been really successful at moving the needle in terms of attaining real innovation in a very short period of time, pulling together so many legal and technology professionals from all over the world, 40 cities and 22 countries, if I'm not mistaken, across six continents, which is amazing. And it really was a testament of what a collaboration can do on a global scale. So I think that initiatives such as GLH are very important in raising awareness as to how can we throughout this collaboration over a common objective of facilitating legal processes by leveraging technology, how can we find solutions, real working solutions to real world problems in the world, whether it's access to justice or private business of law. And I think that the GLH has been very illustrative of that, that it's possible that you can really within a very short period of time, within 46 or 48 hours, you can actually have solutions that can be developed into something that really solves problems. In Israel, uh, from Israeli perspective, one of the challenges in a country is a lack or a limited number of uh, local solutions directed to Hebrew-speaking audiences. And uh, throughout the competition and throughout the process, we really encouraged local participants to start generating solutions to directed to the Israeli legal market. I understand that there's only 9 million people who speak Hebrew in the world, which makes it less financial worthy to develop, you know, solutions for just the Hebrew speakers. But we were very excited to see that within 48 hours, many of the participants rose to the challenge and really developed both public and social benefit solutions specifically directed to the Hebrew uh, public, and they can be adapted to English-speaking audience as well, but it was really important to see that it really came to life. It really had an impact. So I really hope that these solutions will really come to life and uh, that GLH has opened a door and marked a new chapter in the history of legal industry, definitely started a movement, and we're really proud to be a part of it. Yeah, and I mean, hey, everyone is glad to have you as part of it, so... <laughs> Thank you. Uh, perfectly mutual. And, um, yeah, so we were talking a bit um, before this about uh, uh, how FBC and Co. and yourself, um, how you're working with the teams to actually um, progress beyond, so beyond even just the finalists or, you know, locally, the teams 
that did really well. You're working with a couple teams um, that are actually continuing with their solutions. I, I, I'm not going to drop the spoilers here, so I'm going to let you talk a bit more about that because that's uh, pretty incredible. Right. So one of the things about hackathons that usually happens a lot is that they fizzle. And afterwards, there is no uh, communication with the participants. And uh, we thought that this would be just... Um, missing an opportunity to really get the momentum and really push this industry towards development. So after the hackathon, right after it actually, we uh, had meetings at the FBC and Co. with the high-tech partners of the firm, which shows you the importance that they attribute to this um, initiative with all the teams who wanted to have um, guidance and receive legal guidance or technology guidance. And we really want to help them find exposure to investors. So we're working on a follow-up event where we can gather everyone, see how much progress and traction they have been able to um, attain within this short period of time, over two months, and uh, perhaps um, have them meet other investors who will be interested in pursuing this further, because I think that that's what they're lacking at this point of time, especially in the beginning. Yeah, and you um, mentioned something specifically with regard to, I'm asking a very leading question here. <laughs> um, so you mentioned something specifically about the Ministry of Justice, and that was pretty phenomenal. So so I'm going to ask if you can highlight that a bit. I'd love to. Um, one of the surprising and really thrilling uh, experiences for us was for the Ministry of Justice in Israel to really support the entire hackathon locally um, and also the general director of the Ministry of Justice. Uh, she chaired a specific panel which was directed, it was in addition to the main panel, it was directed to the public benefit uh, solutions and they awarded a special price for the best solution which promoted public uh, benefit and access to justice. And uh, the winning team, uh, along with other teams, have been invited to present their solutions in front of leading technologists of the Ministry of Justice, which are potentially going to be a client. So adopting, perhaps adopting the solution um, countrywide, which is really amazing, and the support that they gave us was really, we were blown away by it. We, we all are. Didn't expect it at all. Yeah, that's an incredible story. Yeah, so th thank you so much for sharing that with the audience. And so you were a judge in the first round. Um, at FBC and Co. And now you're going to be a judge in the final round of the Global Legal Hackathon. So this is where we're going to determine, you know, who the winners are of the entire thing. So can you tell us a bit about first your your judging experience locally, but then also what you're anticipating going into the final rounds and, and how you might look at things differently or assess the teams differently and what exactly you're looking for? Thank you for that question. I do have an experience from the first round, from the Israeli round uh, as a judge, and it definitely gives me a little bit of a preview of what is going to happen. Uh, each team uh, will probably have a certain amount of time to present their solution and for judges to be able to give feedback and questions, which I'm sure is going to be very exciting. I do have also an experience uh, in um, being involved at Mass Challenge Accelerator, which is, which is a very worldwide uh, Israeli um, exposure-wise uh, known uh, initiative, and I am a judge there as well. 
So I do have an experience in that field as well. It's not specifically directed to the legal um, sphere. It's all kinds of startups. So it definitely gives you a broader range in terms of what to look for. I think that in broad terms, what I would be looking for is what is the team or the solution that will have potentially the biggest impact in the legal industry. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be um, public, ju- public um, access to justice or um, private benefit. It could be any type of solution and which one of them has the most credible and believable path to that impact considering uh, traction and considering the progress that the teams have made. This is in broad terms and specifically, mm, well, I'm sure that everyone is already uh, aware of uh, criteria. Main criteria are user validation in terms of it's really important to know what is your target audience and what are they ne- what their needs are. For example, if you have a solution that is directed to lawyers in general, it's important to understand that lawyers have different specifications. One solution that is directed uh, to an uh, attorney in the litigation doesn't necessarily fit the needs of a corporate lawyer. So it's important to know who you're addressing and have their feedback really um, adjusted within your uh, solution. That's one thing. Uh, Another one is design clean design, user friendliness, how much easy it is to navigate the solution. If you have a great idea which is hard to implement and hard to use, then you're basically missing the opportunity. And the last one is uh, the business model, of course, uh, showing real value as opposed to competitors, that you've done your research, you have a credible scalability and customer acquisition plan, and as, as a bonus, um, pre- presenting an ROI to uh, investors, prospective investors. So I, I will definitely be addressing those uh, criteria. And I think that I would like to take this opportunity to congratulate all 14 teams for being uh, at this point and participating in the biggest legal innovation event on the planet right now. I think that they should be very proud and just being part of this whole initiative is making them winners already. So good luck tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, amen to that. Yeah, so so we're here at the uh, Global Legal Blockchain Consortium demo evening, and there's been some recent uh, news um, regarding FBC and Co. and the GLBC. You guys recently jumped on board with the consortium, um, and that is a huge deal, uh, I imagine, both in Israel um, as well as, I mean, just for the industry, that's incredible um, and a testament to the use of blockchain and law. So why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, why FBC and co. Uh, jumped on board with the consortium? Thank you. Great question. We're very excited to be joining the GLBC initiative, uh, along with other leading law firms internationally including Faskin, Dentons in Canada, and uh, other technology giants like IBM and, of course, Integra, who is behind the Global Legal Hackathon. It's a great opportunity to collaborate with leading players in this field, including academia members like Suffolk University. Uh, We really um, feel very uh, connected to being at the forefront as a firm, uh, at the forefront of innovation. And I think that emerging technologies such as AI, blockchain, 3D printing, and so forth, IoT, they're really on the verge of changing industries and transforming so many industries, including legal industries. So being at their 
tipping point, we really want to be part of this. We want to find real applications of the blockchain technology within the legal sphere and specifically within the local legal framework in Israel. So being part of this initiative is also a illustration and it's really important to the firm to be at the forefront of innovation. And it's a great opportunity to collaborate, as I already mentioned, on um, such a wide and broad range of uh, applications. So being here at the demo night is really interesting for me specifically just to see what other law firms and other players have been able to come up with and get ideas, get um, you know other developments in this field. So. Thank you for asking the question. We're really proud to join the GLBC. Yeah, well, hey, thanks for jumping on board um, and joining the conversation. So one final question then today before we close here. Um, you've told us a lot of amazing things. You're up to incredible things in Israel and in the industry at large, and you're a force of nature. We, we, we all know this. So people who want to get connected with you and all of that, um, how, can they, how, can, how can they reach you? Thank you. I would love to be contacted by anyone who's interested in uh, legal tech in Israel and in knowledge management. You can contact me via email, esther.d at fbclawyers.com or via the website of www.fbclawyers.com or you can uh, just message me on LinkedIn. Great. Well, we've reached the end of the road of today's episode. So thank you so much, Esther, for joining us uh, here in New York for this event. And uh, thank you to all of Legal Talk Network's listeners as well for tuning in and hearing more about um, what Esther has to share with us. And please jump on, if you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please jump on Apple Podcasts and give a solid rating. And we'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.